Welcome to Georgia Focus. I'm John Clark on the Georgia News Network. Girl Scouts prepares girls to be successful in college, their careers, and in their community. The skills they learn today will be the workforce of tomorrow. Girl Scouts trains girls to be leaders, developing the hard and soft skills needed in 21st century workforce, and helps girls discover their passions and purpose. Here to talk about Girl Scouts are Kat Marin, Interim Director and CEO, Girl Scouts of Greater Atlanta, and Elantria Dixon, Senior Director of Mission Review. Well, it's Girl Scout cookie time. I'm very happy because y'all brought me some cookies today. <laughs> Hopefully mints. your favorites. Yes, they are Thin <laughs> Mints, Tagalongs, and Samoas. I'm, I'm going to eat tonight. I mean, that's, what I'm gonna, that's my dinner tonight. <laughs> it's great to have you in here today, both of you. It's great to be here. Thank you very much. We're happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thank you. I want to talk. Let's get the cookies out of the way. Let's talk about that first of all. Absolutely. Because that's what we want to do is sell cookies. When, does, when are cookies around? When will they arrive? Cookie season actually already started in okay. January okay. with some online sales. But the best news is come February 11th, the girls will be out in the booths across our 34 counties. And that way they'll be available for anybody who happens to meet them. Or if you're looking for where the booths are, then you can go to showmethecookie.com. And you'll be able to find with your zip code wherever the closest booth plan is going to be. So cookie season is on us and running through April. Oh, gosh, it does. Okay. I always usually, they're in my grocery store. They're mm-hmm. out, right out front of the mm-hmm. grocery store. And I always go by and get it. Or if I have cookies at home, I just give them a donation anyway. But, um, yeah, it's, it's so it's so, so it's fun to have these cookies. I can't, too bad they can't last all year. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people freeze them, though, right, Elantria? Yes, you can freeze. Sep- September 1st is the freeze date. I think some of the cookies are actually better frozen. Uh, so, you, for example, your Thin Mints are the best frozen. I thought about that. Yes. I saw, th- I, I'm going to freeze those. I'm freezing those. And you can crumble them in the summer and put them over ice cream. That's mm-hmm. a, an mm-hmm. extra double whammy of, of sweetness for you. I, I see, I knew there's a reason I had y'all. And you, you give me extra ideas. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but the cookies are out, and go out and get them. Get them. And what was the number that you called? Or you look online to, to find out where you can go. To find Showmethecookies.com okay. is the best way to find the, the, the local booth. But okay. within that, you'll also find the troops and what they're selling. And so there are online sales. We encourage the girls to explore all kinds of entrepreneurial activities and online sales have to be part of that proposal in today's world. So, so you'll see both, um, you'll see Girl Scouts working this spirit in all different ways. Now, now the cookies, did they initially start out doing that, adding something to them so that it would give the girls something to sell, to learn? Is that where they started or why they started first, the cookies? Well, the Girl Scout Cookie Program is the largest girl entrepreneurial program in the world. It has been around since 1917, and girls have been selling for over 100 years now, Hmm. Girl Scout Cookies. And yes, selling is a key part of the Girl Scout Cookie Program. However, it is a program, and so girls are able to learn five essential life skills Mm -hmm. uh, participating in the program that will help them to become leaders later on in life. And so if you think about all the things that they do, such as setting goals and um, asking customers for uh, sales and supporting their uh, Girl Scout cookie business and making decisions around those things, those are all the skills that girls are learning in that. So cookies have been around for a while and it's definitely a key part of the Girl Scout, the Girl Scout program. Wow. 
Are there are any new new cookies this year? Or did, did there was a new one last couple of years or something like that? Well, all of our favorites are coming back this year. Okay. So <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I like <laughs> we do have all of the nine varieties um, that individuals can purchase. So, okay. you know, your Thin Mints, Samoas, Tagalongs, Dosey Do's, Trefles, Adventurefuls, uh, Girl Scout S'mores, and Toffee Tastic. Those are all the varieties that we'll have in Trefles. Ooh, Lemon Ups. Me. And Lemon Ups. There excuse we go. Me. Oh, okay. Those are all the varieties that are available uh, this year for purchase. But those are the ones that our customers love. And we're really excited to have them available. Do you have a, like a kitchen that cooks? I mean, this is not a kitchen, <laughs> but what I mean is like a kitchen that cooks with cookies. But, it, but is it working all year around? We have you know we have saying? bakers. Yeah. We have we have bakers that we've partnered with over the years and they are very supportive bakers okay. that create all of these wonderful recipes and then they do. They they yeah. actually almost have to cook year round yeah. to make sure that they're supplying the need across the entire country. Good. Um, and get those varieties out that yeah. we all love. So v- variety wise, I mean in terms of sales sales wise, it's, it's it's gone up every year the sales. Honestly, yeah. COVID COVID had oh, some yeah. interesting yeah. ramifications yeah. for us all, and certainly had some cookie impacts because the girls couldn't produce and sell them in the right. places that they normally would. Right. So we chose to pivot, like good Girl Scouts do, and we found other means to distribute those cookies for good. Um, a lot of volunteerism, a lot of donations, etc. But our cookie sales are solid and strong, and we continue to expect more this year um, and more to come as we get more girls to participate in the program, which is the most important thing. Absolutely. And I will say that the Girl Scout, the sale of Girl Scout cookies actually is the number two behind Oreo. So if you think about Oreo cookies, they've been around, they're around all year long. But Girl Scout cookies are only for a limited time. Um, And so those are funds that are going back into local communities for girls to use and troops and to continue in their Girl Scouting mission. Oh, I think that's yeah. That's one of the most important things that we want people to understand is, as powerful as the Girl Scout cookie is, and it does help locally and funds a lot of what the girls get to do, and they have to plan for that. To what mm-hmm. Elantria said before, which is kind of fun, they have to think through those benefits and whether it goes yeah. into STEM activities for them or camping mm-hmm. for the troop or community service. Sometimes they will go out and buy things on behalf of others. They do brilliant things with these cookie dollars. But cookie dollars aren't the only things that Girl Scouts needs in terms of sustaining our operations. So we are definitely out there to let people know this is a way to interact with girls, but hopefully there's other ways you come meet with us as well. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the other ways they can that they work in, in, in ways that they work to get money and, and build this thing? Build them. So, of course, we depend on a lot of donors as mm-hmm. well, which is, again, a normal process for most nonprofits. and. We want to make sure donors understand our impacts to the girls across 34 counties, 23,000 girls, 11,000 volunteers. So it happens with all of those teams, all those stakeholders in mind. So there's donations. But there's also camps. We have three camps in our in our council, mm-hmm. beautiful campgrounds, about 1,400 acres with lakes and horses and archery. And my team even tells me potentially axe throwing this, this year, safe axe throwing, but it is the hot thing to do. It is. Along with Gaga Ball. Um, Gaga ball. I know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Go learn. That should be one of your next next that, little co- podcasts if you want because Gaga be. ball is hot. What is Gaga ball? <laughs> it's kind oh. of well. I'm going to let a younger person explain okay, it. Okay. But it sounds like it's a combination of a little bit of kickball and um, foursquare oh. is what I understand. Very easy. Very popular. Mm-hmm. But 
camps, STEM activities. Um, we do STEM Expo every year. So all of these happen with donors, with volunteers. Money's going to our camps and back into our camps, et cetera. And that's how we kind of raise a lot of our funding. There is also a fall product program, which Elantria successfully ran this year as well. You want to talk to it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so our fall product program, the girls are able to offer chocolate, nuts, and magazines to their customers. Um, these are things that everyone loves, right? Yeah. You love your chocolate-covered almonds, um, your cashews, and, of course, you know, magazines also. And so this is an, another entrepreneurial program for our girls to participate in. They're still learning those five skills. They still earn um, funds that can go back to their troops so they can use for their troop activities, also supporting them and making sure they continue to do their badge work as well. Okay. So can, can people – People can go online and, and buy those, the, the, the chocolate-covered almonds? Yes, so okay. that starts in the late September. Okay. And around that time, uh, we have opportunities to connect individuals with our Girl Scouts who are interested in purchasing um, those products. And so that's available on our Girl Scout website, which is girlscoutsatl.org, um, late September. And they okay. have until the middle of October to purchase those things. Okay. So when your cookies, when you finish your cookies, you get started doing the other things too. Yes, we do. <laughs> in the in the in the, I guess the inspiration though for some innovation and see what works though, yeah. Lentry, we had a very interesting new product tested this year as part of our fall program that went bonkers. It went off the shelves really, really fast, and it was because people like their pets. Yes. Yeah, so we yeah. had a bark box this year. So if you can imagine for your pet. Uh, oh, okay. There's a subscription box, and so oh. that box came with, uh, of course, some treats for the pet, uh, also with a little beret that was um, fancied out in Girl Scout uh, colors. And so that was very popular this yeah. year. Our customers, our girls had a great time selling it. We sold out of the product, and we, you know, we'll look at the results and see if we can offer that again next year. But the News from what we saw this year was very promising in terms of what we can potentially offer with that. Wow. Looking for new and better ways of doing everything. Exactly. exactly. Really, you have to, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, maybe that's a good progression to, to yeah. remind everybody that although we always look to the future, we also are proud of our past. Right. We've been around in Atlanta for over 100 years at this point, and we're celebrating that with a wonderful display at the Atlanta History Center. So I'm happy to talk more about yes, that if I you're interested. Want, I was so. going to ask you about that next. Oh, great. Well, perfect segue then. We're, yeah, working, we're working this together. So at the Atlanta History Center, we're very proud to be partnering with them and we'll be through April as well. Um, but it, it showcases in a very fun format what Girl Scouts have gone through in Atlanta over 100 years. So anywhere from the change in fashion. So we have many of our uniforms that girls have worn mm. over the days. And you might be surprised at what was fashionable in the past. Yeah. Sometimes becomes new. Our seventies, our seventies outfit actually could play out today. I really? think <laughs> with the bell bottoms and everything else. Oh yeah. Um, but more importantly, it's also telling the 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 city again, a reminder the city of the fundamentals of yeah. what helped girls. Cookies being one of them, and some yeah. of those how we had to start using that as a way to raise funds and support the troops through all of the the challenging times in our cities with segregation and things like that, we actually have highlighted in our history the recognition of District 5 Girl Scouts, first black troop in Atlanta, grew rapidly in the 50s and represented Girl Scouts nationally as well with a lot of civic change and, and civil rights change. Yeah. Um, so that's part of our Girl Scout history. 
And then, of course, we look to the future, too, which is girls are interested in robotics. They are interested in STEM and medical and healthcare, and anything and everything you can possibly imagine. And so Girl Scouts has to be there with those girls and find the ways to help them get there. And we get to celebrate that with scholarships as they pursue big community efforts, which we call Gold Awards. Um, and those are amazing when we have 100, 150 girls every year who complete that really big journey to, to reach that, that top line for us at Girl Scouts. So the, the, the Atlanta History Center, that's something, I guess, whoever is listening to this show and has a, is, is with a Girl Scout troop and they haven't heard about this, you need to come up here for this. You need to come. That would be a great trip. <laughs> it is a great, it's a great field trip for the yeah. girls today to come yeah. see that history and know that they have, they have a legacy that they can build upon, which is wonderful. And they do, again, if they show, if they, they're in uniform or if they bring in identification, then the Atlanta History Center has offered it for free for our troops. Right. But we also advocate alumni. So there's tons of women and men who have been supporters of our Girl Scouts for so many years. Please come back. Please come see us at the Atlanta History Center. And if not, if not before April, then let us know at, at, at Girl Scouts where you'd like to, to be back and help us take the next journey and the next, take the next generation through Girl Scouting. Now, how long is it the exhibit open at Atlanta History Center? Through April. So it's through April, and you can, of course, Atlanta History Center is great anyway. Oh, it's a wonderful That's place. Cool. so cool. They've been <laughs> such great partners to, yeah. to do this with us. We've been very blessed. That's worth going to see. Definitely go to Atlanta History Center. I, I want to ask you, too, what about, you mentioned alumni. Uh, did they come back and act as Den mothers, or we'd call them den mothers. I'm sorry. <laughs> we call them troop leaders. I but know. I, that's okay. Well, you know, I was a, I was a Boy Scout. Um, so <laughs> It's okay. It's all good. Um, did they come back and lead the groups? Yes, they do. So we actually, most of our troop leaders uh, and parents, they participate in the Girl Scouting, cook, Girl Scouting program. They mm-hmm. had such an awesome experience. They want their daughters to feel the same and go through the same experience as well. So we do see that our alumni come back and engage with us through leading their daughter's troops or even volunteering um, with us as well. Yeah. So, uh, but do you need any more, any more people? We always all the state? need volunteers. <laughs> yes. Volunteers are the lifeblood of yeah. what we do at Girl Scouts, and we're so blessed to have that and grateful. Yeah. Um, but life has changed, and, and again, as Lentry said, much of the history has lent has leaned on a lot of mothers or aunties and grandmothers. Mm-hmm. We have great legacy, yeah. but sometimes that's changing, and a lot of women have other things they have to they have to do these days, and it's a stretch. Yeah. So we are actively looking at different ways to find volunteers, either younger alumni right. who can come out of their college and work and partner to be troop leaders, or to volunteer in other ways, just service days, help us with our campus, help us with other things. Um, we're looking at partners across the city to figure out if there are common ground so that, again, the physical location may be theirs, but the program is ours. So it allows them to enhance what they do for their youth, and it allows us to be in a convenient location perhaps as well, thereby taking off some of the pressure off of the, the female women who feel the pressure to, to always be there. We're trying to find other means to help them. Right. Do they need to go to the, just go to the website and find out and contact you to to start to find out where to go? Correct. First. Girl Scouts G A T L at dot org. You can find you put in volunteer and it will tell you anything from being a troop leader 
all the way to just incremental, one-off, transitional kind of or transactional um, volunteer opportunities as well. We gladly welcome anybody, yeah. male, female, yeah. right. come, help us out. Now, to, to be serious about this, I, I know you, you take it seriously, um, those that, that want to be in charge and they want to be involved. You check them out first, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There is there, there are background yeah. checks. There are very strong protocols. Um, we make sure that there are two troop leaders um, for every troop. And they can't be related so that, again, it makes that, that neutrality and that respectability there. And then if we have travel and some other things, there are certain requirements, trainings that have to be in place for a lot of our troop leaders to make sure that they can handle and they can manage any situations that might come up. What about what, – what is there now to – once you are a troop leader um, and you're, you've got a troop ready to go, what are some of your things that you're responsible for in terms of what what is the, what do you tell them that you want to teach the girls to do? How do you well, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I, I obviously sell cookies and do that stuff. I know that, but what are what are some of the things that they're teaching girls that they want to teach girls? Each Girl Scout level has a certain framework around the programs that right. they are able to uh, do and the badges that they're able to earn. Okay. So, um, as for example, as a daisy, she's learning um, the promise and law and earning her petals along the way of being a Girl Scout. And so the troop leaders are making sure that our girls understand uh, various things around Girl Scouting to earn their badges, but then also activities that they may be more interested in exploring. For example, we have lots of badges related to STEM or, um, you know, creativity or, uh, excuse me, government. Yeah. Uh, those are the opportunities that girls have to be able to, to earn that. And our troop leaders are making sure that girls have this opportunity to do their badge work, but then also participating in their community. And so going back and doing community service, working with their local shelters or uh, fire stations to do different activities and of course, Girl Scouting is all about making friends, and so definitely if there are any activities that girls want to do together, um, social activities, the troop is helping making sure the girls interact that way. Really? Okay. We make sure the troop leaders have as many tools as yeah. will help them so that they can also explore their own journeys too. Um, because what we love is when a, a total troop, including the troop leaders, try something that they've never done before. So that's, again, camping could be a new experience for all of them. Or it might not be. Or a STEM activity where a person who was leading the troop may never have thought about the fact that they could learn an engineering skill, mm -hmm. but they, they do. So they go right alongside with the girls. And that's, I think, a really powerful addition to what a volunteer gets out of the program. Yeah. I just Now, when I was a scout, we camped a lot. And, and that really, that just, man, that, I, I remember things now about that that have helped me forever. And I guess girls can do the same thing. They like the camp, too. They do. They love to camp. I have a question that I ask whenever I meet the Girl Scouts is, you know, what's your favorite yeah. thing? And I will tell you the very first thing is making friends. That that means a lot to them, and they feel safe, and they feel accepted in many of the troops. But the second thing almost always is I love the camp. And it's either some of them even say that before they've gone to camp because they just love the concept of it, and they want that freedom to go explore different things and figure out how yeah. to – be a little independent at the yeah. end of the day. Some of the other things that educates him really to go out and explore more of the world, mm -hmm. explore more of everything now. And I think that's great. I think Boy Scouts, I, when I was in Boy Scouts, I, it did too. And I, I just parallel that with Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. that they, they do the same thing, don't they? 
We do a lot of the same yeah. things, yeah. for sure, yeah. which is, again, a nice compliment yeah. to the why scouting matters for leadership. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we acknowledge that for many girls, they feel very comfortable and safe, and they they want that common bond amongst other girls. Because as we know societally, a lot of girls around 10 or 11 they start thinking differently and sometimes they lose their confidence relative to their schoolwork or to their personas. And, and that's a that's a time frame that I think having additional um, network that kind of corrals around you to help you figure out what your next phase of being a girl is going to be as you get through high school is really important. And so that's why some of our programs are about that confidence building or a lot of the mental health conversations that are definitely needed these days. And so we do distinguish ourselves from Boy Scouts, not because we have any animosity or any kind of judgment on it. It's just we need that space for girls as girls need the space themselves. Now, I ask you both this question. Were you in in Girl Scouts? I actually was not. I was not a Girl Scout growing up, unfortunately. Didn't work for my family at the time. Right. But I do say, you know, one or two things, and then Elantria can jump in, too, for her perspective. But, yes, once a Girl Scout, always a Girl Scout, which is something we celebrate, which is why we love our alumni to come back. But we also say it's never too late to be a Girl Scout, which means you can come to Girl Scouts at any stage of your life and give something back and become that member with us, which is what I've done after I was on the board for several years, and now I'm acting as interim CEO. So. My path just took a little longer, (laughs) but I am a Girl Scout, and and it is very exciting. What did you? Yes, I participated in Girl Scouts when I was um, in elementary school. Actually, my mother was the uh, cookie mom for my troop. There you go. And uh, some of my favorite Girl Scout experiences were definitely, as Kat said, making friends and working on the badges. So when I knew I wanted to go back into the nonprofit area when I was looking at my career, coming back to Girl Scouts was, you know, yeah. top of mind for me. So as Kat said, once a Girl Scout, always a Girl Scout. Well, that that that's right. Once a Girl Scout, always a Girl Scout. That's true. Um, the, again, we'll talk about the cookies. We'll tell, tell everybody where to go. Where It's important that y'all get these cookies. So Tell them where they get their cookies. Absolutely. It's Girl Scout cookie time. So our girls have been working on their cookie businesses since January the 1st. Starting on February 11th, um, you can visit showmethecookies.com to find uh, locations in your community where you can actually go and see girls and get cookies um, in person. Or if you are out of state or you want to uh, have cookies delivered to someone out of state, you can also go to showmethecookies.com starting on February the 16th, and that will allow you to buy cookies to be shipped directly to your home. Okay. Do girls still deliver cookies to their home? Many do. Okay. Uh, again, yeah. we like this to be girl-led yeah. and, and troop-driven, and so some of them do really love to bring that final delivery. Yeah. Some like to do more of the attention at the booths because they feel the interaction <laughs> with those coming out of the grocery stores. And others, again, have taken the e-commerce view of, of sales to heart, and they love to do the, the Internet sale, if you will. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's a variety. This is a girl-led, yeah. volunteer-driven organization. I guess the Internet has changed it, hasn't it? Has Absolutely. It, yeah, you've really been able to zoom up. <laughs> that you know, really. well, And it's fun to see the girls' creativity. Yeah. Most of the times yeah. they'll think about their, their avatars for their sales, so they really get into being creative uh-huh. as to how they pitch online, or they'll make videos for their families to tell 
anybody why they're doing this, what they're going to do with it, how it's changed or, or how it's impacting them. So there's a lot of ways that the, the, the Internet type of sale changes the way that the girls have to think about their business plan as yeah. well. Yeah. And then the Atlanta History Center, their exhibit is through April. Through April. April. And uh, that's something we want people to go see, too. Did you do something this morning on that TV? Actually, it was yesterday yesterday morning. Okay. We were lucky enough to to be on Fox 5 and showcase at the Atlanta History Center all the good things that are happening with Girl Scouts and and the History Center. And it was a lot of fun. We had our girls dressed in the vintage uniforms and be able to display, you know, not only how that's changed over times, but talk to the girls and ask what they get out of this and how that matters to them. So it was a great experience. That's great. Like today, too. No, it's great to uh, talk with you, too. It's great. It's great to have you. brought me cookies. I'm Listen, 10 minutes, tag-alongs, and some mowers. I'm ready to go. Just a little <laughs> gift here or there. Makes it's, everybody smile. With yeah, we'll, we'll have you on next week, too. You can come bring some more. <laughs> <laughs> Different samples. We'll continue through the varieties, we'll for sure. That's right. Thank you very much for coming in and being on the show today. Thank I you for having us. Thank we you. greatly appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. That's Kat Marin, Interim CEO of the Girl Scouts of Atlanta and Elantria Dixon, Senior Director of Mission Review. Don't forget, go ahead and get your Girl Scout cookies now. Visit girlscoutsgatl.org. For questions or comments about today's program, you can email me, John Clark at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week right here on your local radio station on Georgia Focus. Mm-hmm.